Welcome to Black Music Matters, a podcast that sheds light on the enormous contributions black musicians, singers, and songwriters have made to what the world knows as music made in America. This month is dedicated to songwriter Rosemary McCoy, who broke into the white male-dominated business side of the music industry in the early 1950s to become one of the most sought-after songwriters. Quite an accomplishment, as singer Maxine Brown will tell you. Everyone was scrapping to, to get there, but it was always men. They were the producers, they were the promoters, they were the piano players. But she knew how to hang in there with the big boys. Women didn't have a place, so she made a place for herself. And now, here's Al Bell, former owner of Stax Records and past president of Motown, introducing Rose at the Arkansas Black Hall of Fame induction ceremony in 2008. As a veteran of the entertainment business, I can say with great confidence that to achieve what Rose Marie McCoy has done in her 80-odd years is nothing short of phenomenal. With over 850 published songs in a career that spans more than 60 years, her talent has carried a little girl from Oneida, Arkansas across the world, and her music has been performed by the likes of Pearl Bailey and Etta James and Aretha Franklin and Ike and Tina Turner and Dinah Washington and Sarah Vaughn and Elvis Presley, and you name them. I was born in Oneida, Arkansas, April 19, 1922. And I, I lived out in the country from Oneida, Arkansas, and in a shabby little tin-top shack. With the winter wind blew, it creaked and cracked in an open field down on the farm. First sound I heard that I understood, Papa chopping down trees, Mama toting in wood, striking a match, lighting the fire, fanning the flames to keep us warm. Growing up in Arkansas, Rose had a dream. She was going to make it big as a singer and buy her family a proper house with running water and electricity. To do that, she realized she had to leave Arkansas and move to either Chicago or New York. Most people from Arkansas went to Chicago, but Rose said she always liked to be different. So I came to New York. I got a a sleeping job in New York where I could find out how to become a singer, audition for record companies and things like that and work in a nightclub. So when I used to go out of town working and singing, and I've sung in Pennsylvania and Baltimore and Canada, Detroit. I used to get up in the morning and go to work in the tan laundry. Everybody else would be sleeping. But I said, singing was so easy. Why would you be laying up sleeping when you could make money? That's what I did, you know, like until I got started writing a song. My first song was called After All, and it was recorded by the Jubilees, who I used to sing with before they got famous. And but they recorded it with, on Decca Records with Mural Games. My first check was eight bucks. So I said, oh shoot, I thought you made a lot of money writing the songs. So I quit for about eight years, which was a big mistake. Rose was singing on the Chitlin circuit for about 10 years. 
She did fairly well, opening for some of the circuit's top entertainers, like Moms Mabley and Pigmeat Markham. Then, in 1952, a record company was looking for singers, and Rose went to audition. And they brought me downtown, and, and the record company said, can you write your own songs? You got a record company, and you ask a complete amateur, can they write their own song? I thought she had to be crazy. And I did, and they, they were great songs. Then after that, they started asking me to write songs for different artists. And it was relatively easy for me. Not like now, it's really almost the artists write their own songs mostly now. But then, boy, I got a lot of songs recorded. I made demonstration records on my own songs, and almost every one that I made got recorded right away because they liked my phrasing. Rose was doing so well that she rented her own office in New York's iconic Brill Building, 1619 Broadway. Yeah, that was a, that was a Ten Pan Alley, the Brill Building, 49th and Broadway. The whole building was basically publishers and uh, booking agencies. The turf, that's where all the songwriters and singers, Duke Ellison used to be down there. Everybody would be down there at the bar. Either they had tables where you could have dinner, and across the hall would be Jack Dempsey's. When we got a lot of money, uh, Jimmy Stewart, we got a lot of money. He said, keep on across the hall today, because you go over there, you wouldn't have all them songwriters breathing down your neck, because a lot of them didn't have money. You know, you want to share with them, because you couldn't stand to see them hungry, you know. But sometimes they find their way over there, <laughs> reach over in your plate and study. Because a lot of people didn't, couldn't get to first place. A lot of good writers, too, they couldn't get in to see nobody. But I used to go directly to the artists a lot of times. Sometimes people you just talk to really say the most beautiful titles, and they don't realize it's a title. And it's really like uh, you hope you can remember it or get where a pencil is or a tape recorder or something, because it comes from just daily life or either something you feel personally because at one point I was writing a lot of sad songs. I, I used to write a lot of songs about if something bothered me. But it was like funny because uh, when you write a sad song, you write what's been hurting you. And other people cry. And you get the checks. <laughs> Though Rose achieved fame and fortune as a songwriter, when asked to describe herself for a radio documentary, she said, a singer first, then a songwriter. How she loved performing for an audience. I like being up on the stage. I especially like that. I like watching the reaction of the audience, and they react to lyrics, I notice. Coming up is a bit of Rose performing her song she wrote, If I Had Any Sense, I'd Go Back Home, first recorded by Louis Jordan in 1954. Later on, it was in the Broadway musical called Five Guys Named Mo. But they up-tempoed Rose's song, and she didn't like it. But she said what she really couldn't stand was when anybody would mess with her lyrics. For that's my soul down on paper, she told me. Here's Rose singing a bit about her first year away from home, alone in New York City. I'm having so much
That performance took place when Rose was 83 years old. Such a talented woman, a great entertainer, an awesome songwriter, who could write both words and music. Rose also produced many records. I love producing, especially my own songs. You get a chance to set your own uh, background, pick your own musicians. Usually they didn't give us credit, because if we got credit, you know, I would have a bigger name than I have now. Producer Lenny Welch on Breaking Up is Hard to Do, and Sarah Wan, oh, that was a mainstream record. They sent us to California to do her. It was a thrill being able to produce big name artists, produced a lot of unknowns, though, too. Because I don't want this podcast shut down, I can't play music without getting rights to it. But I was granted rights to play this song. It's one of the last songs Rose wrote. It's called Come Back Where You Belong. And here's Billy Joe Connor singing it. When I woke up this morning Found the note on your pillow Saying you've been so restless And you want to be free I was too shocked for words And I was too hurt to cry It was like a bad dream When I read your goodbye If in time you should find That your heart led you wrong And you're sad and you're sorry And you want to come back home I'll be here where you left me So you know just where to find me To come back where you belong Was it something I did Or something I didn't do If it is, please forgive me Just don't say we're through How I wish you would tell me It's not what it seems Cause I'm down like an eagle With two broken wings If in time you should find That your heart led you wrong And you're sad and you're sorry And you want to come back home I'll be here where you left me So you know just where to find me To come back where you belong I'm lonely here alone But my arms will stay empty Hoping soon you will fail Come back home I'll be here 
Because I don't want this podcast to shut down, I can't play music without getting rights to it. But I was granted rights to play this song. It's one of the last songs Rose wrote. It's called Come Back Where You Belong. And here's Billy Joe Connor singing it.
This last song, this, uh, I can't play. Because I don't want this podcast to shut down, I can't play music without getting rights to it. But I do have rights to this song. I was given it to the person. But I was granted rights to play this song. It's one of the last songs Rose wrote. It's called Come Back Where You Belong. But, and, and, and here's Billy Joe Connor singing it. Rose wrote this with Billy Joe Connor, and this is his album. It's a beautiful song.